Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Five in San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, speaking of being back, the Spurs are finally back home after a long seven-game road trip. Now, the record was not great, but we're going to go back and look at those seven games, what went right, what went wrong, kind of the silver linings and all this, and much more. Also, look at tonight's game, Spurs-Rockets. Just give a quick preview on tonight's matchup. To do that, I'm joined by, and the guy that we need to welcome back as well. Not only are we welcoming you back to Lockdown Spurs, we're welcoming the Spurs back to San Antonio. We're going to welcome back Joe Garcia uh, from Two Shots Podcast. He is back after a long hiatus here right, on Lockdown Spurs. Joe, welcome back, man. It's been too long. Yeah, well, I was sick, you know, got sick before uh, Christmas Eve, had a respiratory infection, and with the allergies here in San Antonio and this respiratory infection, man, it took me forever to recover from it. Just barely started feeling good on on Monday, you know, where I was able to talk and got my voice back. So I'm not still my voice is still not 100, but at least you can hear me. You couldn't hear me before. So good to be back. (laughs) Yeah. And and the thing about it, too, Joe, is that I've tried to ask you on. I know a couple of people have asked me, hey, where's Joe been? I said, well, I asked him on, but, you know, he's just busy or I didn't want to say anything about you being sick. So um, for those of you who are wondering, yes, I did try to get Joe on in the past few weeks, but he got he got sick. Well, we're just glad you are feeling better, Joe. But one thing's for sure, the Spurs are not feeling better after a seven-game road trip, are they? No, not at all. I mean, they went one and six on this seven-game road trip. I mean, while they were competitive against some of these uh, teams on the road, it's just it just wasn't good enough to get the win. And unfortunately, you know, every team in the NBA has been plagued by COVID. Spurs have yeah, been well. no exception to this. And you can attribute, you know, hey, we weren't at full strength. They were missing some key players. But regardless, the, st- the team still uh, competed. So that's a plus to take away from the road trip. Even though it didn't go the way Spurs fans had hoped, the good thing or the silver lining in all this is you do have some of the younger core that is starting to play a lot better. And I did like the fact that Coach Pop finally went ahead and gave the start to one Josh Primo, who is the youngest Spur in history, in the San Antonio Spurs history, to actually start a game. So congratulations to Josh Primo and, you know, uh, give a nod to Coach Pop for starting the kid. Yeah, I mean, look, one in, one in six in this road trip, you know, I, I, the record obviously is not great, you know, well below 500. But, Joe, you, you it's kind of unfair. This is a team that was going into a fight uh, not at full strength. You know, you know, some of the games were close. The loss to the Nets, overtime loss. I mean, if Vassell, White, or Walk, or um, you know, any other guys that were uh, hit with the COVID and, and, and the health and safety protocols, maybe they might make a difference. Same thing with the Knicks. The Spurs were in there with the New York until the third period, until the New York just took over. Jaka Pertle said after the game that the team just ran out of gas. Maybe that doesn't happen if Vassell is in uniform. Kelton Johnson is playing. You know, and I know the record isn't reflective of a good road trip, but you got to couch this. And I know there's, you know, moral victories, Joe. I get that, you know, whoop de doo. But it is kind of a moral victory knowing that these guys took some of the top teams out in the East to the to the limit. So depleted, Joe. And they came out there with Tyler Johnson. You know, on a 10-day contract, Anthony Lamb on a 10-day contract, and still gave some of these top teams some run, Joe. Your thoughts? 
Yeah, and this is the thing that I'd like to address too. You know, you have the woke Spurs nation and the faction of fan that says, oh, you all blindly follow the Spurs and you all are sheep. That's ridiculous. If you can't be happy for the growth of the of the younger core and for this team being competitive despite everything that they were going up against, including COVID, there's something wrong with you. You know, I mean, they had no business competing against the Brooklyn Nets. For all intents and purposes, everybody left them for dead when they went down big. They managed to fight back, claw back into the game, take the Nets to overtime, and the Nets are a star-studded team. That says a lot about this young core and the character of this Spurs team is that they're just they're going to go out there and compete and they're going to play hard. It might not be what Spurs fans expect every single night because this team is still young and learning. But the good thing in this is that they're trying to compete, you know, Mm -hmm. even though they're up against it with, you know, all these uh, all the, you know, COVID, you know, health and safety protocols that this team has been with. So this team is still going to remain competitive, even though it might not translate necessarily into a ton of wins. Mm-hmm. Look at the team and look at what they're doing right now. Every great team starts somewhere. And I think this, this Spurs team has some tools here, but you just have to support the team and kind of ride out this wave. They have to learn. They have to get better. And, and this is the start of that. So if you're not here for the beginning of it, don't just be here when the team starts to get better and and they make a playoff push and maybe they start getting into the Western Conference Finals, you know, a couple seasons from now. I mean, be here for the growth, you know, be here for the Mm -hmm. team when all this is starting as it is right now. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, you have to look at the silver linings in the season. And as we stated before, Jeff, it wasn't about the wins or the losses. It's how this team is going to respond and how this young core is going to grow. And I think we're seeing the start of this young core starting to kind of blossom a little bit, you know? So let's just be patient with them. Yeah, exactly. And you look up and down the uh, schedule in the seven-game um, road trip here, you, you know, were there some games they should have won? Yeah, Detroit, that was a loss they should not have picked up, losing 117 to 116 out in uh, Michigan. You know, Boston, you know, saying, okay, it was a W, 99-97, but it was a game that the Spurs could have easily lost if Jalen Brown misses uh, doesn't miss that uh, layup after the jock landale turnover uh, you know but the but the point is is that you just want to see growth and in these seven games you saw growth you saw them being a little more competitive down the stretch joe talked to yaka Perto after the uh, new york game he told me that if anything that he's seeing is this team is not timid anymore that this team is slowly but surely trying to learn how to close out games. Look at the scores, 121 and 119, a loss. They're in it. Uh, you look at another game, 117, 116, Detroit, you know, got the win, but the Spurs were still in it. One, uh, you, you know, did they get drubbed? Of course they did. You know, Philadelphia team at full strength, you know, that's not fair. But I look at the uh, the situation the Spurs are in in the seven-game uh, road trip, and I say, look, there was incremental growth, and that's all you can ask for. Joe, even Popovich said recently that development is going to come this season, even if it comes with losses. You got to think big picture, don't you, Joe? Yeah, and you know, Coach Pop has said exactly what we had been saying. <clears throat> excuse me, before this, you know, the season even started, we knew this was going to be a season of of kind of you know watching this young core grow. And again, it doesn't necessarily translate into a ton of of wins in that we're going to be going to the playoffs. And what it translates into is 
like Coach Bob said, watching this team grow, even back in the day, Jeff, when the Spurs had transitioned and, and winded up uh, drafting David Robinson, the years prior to that, they weren't very good. I mean, they may have gone to the playoffs, but they were kind of one and done, you know, and then finally mm-hmm. when they get David Robinson in, look what happens. The team starts to make a miraculous turnaround, one of the best turnarounds in NBA history. You know, they start going into the playoffs and they start getting better. There was a lot of heartache even when David Robinson came in with the San Antonio Spurs. They lost a lot of games in the playoffs. They they lost a lot of close games. And it's it, it's indicative of the team growing. And I think that's what we're seeing right now, the growth of the young core, of the young uh, cast that we have out there. So, again, Spurs fans, you just got to be patient. It comes in waves. Every team goes through this. And, and the Spurs mm-hmm. are going through it right now. But look at what's happening with DeJounte. He's been playing out of his mind this season. I mean, Mm -hmm. everybody in the league has taken notice of him. Devin Vassell been playing great. He's been amazing this season. I want to see the kid even continue to go and get even better. And it looks like he plays at a a very high level and he's very competitive. These are pluses that we can come away with. Look at Josh Primo. You know, very young, came in, and and he's actually made an impact in Mm -hmm. in the road trip. You know, I mean... This is it's growth is happening, Spurs fans. You just need to look at the pluses and not be so negative all the time, you know? Spurs fans, you've been hearing me tell you about Price Picks for months. Have you signed up yet? Price Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. If you have not checked it out yet, you're missing out. I'm telling you, you're going to love this app for NBA and mixed spots pickums. And look, Price Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. It offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as the bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of on points, assists, rebounds, threes made, etc. All of the users that deposit and use a promo code NBA will get a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. You pick two to five players and over and under on the projections, you can win up to 10 times on an entry and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Price Picks. Allows mixed sports entries too. So you can take the over on Embiid combined with the under on Rodgers in the same entry. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. And Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Go to pricepicks.com, use promo code NBA, or go to your app store and download the app. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. And if you're not playing Price Picks, you honestly don't know what you're missing out on. Yeah, we look at the uh, Spurs and their seven-game um, road trip that just finally concluded uh, before they resume uh, tonight versus Houston. And uh, look, you, you know, we mentioned the, you mentioned the, the COVID situation the Spurs are in. You know, that sucks. You mentioned the fact they, you know, why I mentioned the fact that they brought in, you know, some guys, you know, that hadn't played in the NBA for a while, Tyler Johnson, Anthony Lamb, and they got to get up to speed. So yeah, things are going to be off. Rotation is going to be different. You know, if this team is at full strength, I don't think they go one and six on this road trip. And that's the silver lining here is that they were still competitive. They still made it tough for teams. It was, it was still a tough out. DeJounte Murray said after the Knicks game that teams have to respect the Spurs. They know because this is a team that's not going to lay down and just die. Uh, but but look, look at some of the individual growth. I think we all know what Primo has been doing with the minutes he's getting. Does he show that he's a rookie at times? Of course. Is he getting bullied on the court because he's still a kid, 19, 19 years old? Of course. But 
he hit a clutch shot versus the the Nets to force overtime, uh, uh, contributing on the court on both ends of the of the of the court, and that's good to see. Joe Wieskamp is getting some burn. Yeah, Joe Wieskamp is getting some burn. Um, you mentioned uh, Primo's defense. That's that's a good revelation there that he can play defense. We we, we saw it in the Austin Spurs G League games that he played, but to see it in the San Antonio games is good to see. And also to just the value of Dejounte Murray. You know how much worse the team could have been if you know if he wasn't in Spurs colors or maybe sideline with some injury or COVID again. You know you knock on wood, nothing happens to him. So individually, Joe, there are things to hang your hat on, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot of things you can uh, <clears throat> look at, you know, that tells you, hey, this team is going to start trending in the right direction. It's just going to be a process. It's not going to happen overnight. I know a lot of Spurs fans are out there saying, oh, this team is never going to be competitive. They need a superstar. We don't know how these players are, are going to develop yet. You know, there's still a lot of question marks, but you can see that the team is starting to trend in the right direction. Yeah, you know, they could use some help, but I mean, that's up to pop in the front office of how they want to address that situation. You know, it's not as easy as fans think, you know, there's a lot of moving parts that go on behind the scenes. And yes, while Spurs fans would welcome a trade as much as I would, sometimes it's just not in the in the cards for us. And I don't think that the Spurs are going to actually make a a trade this season. Maybe something might happen in the offseason when they have a little bit more cash flow to work with. But We'll go ahead and see what direction the Spurs, uh, you know, in the front office try to, tr let's say, uh, trend to. You know, we don't know what's actually going to happen, but be happy with what you have right now because it could be a lot worse. You know, you mm -hmm. could be the Detroit Pistons, you know, right. the team that did beat us. But the, the plus to that is that they also beat some other good teams as well. So you shouldn't feel as bad, Spurs fans. You know, it, it right. happens. You know, sometimes the worst teams in the league can beat some of the best teams in the league. It happens any day. Any team can win, you know? So it is what it is at this point. If the Spurs make the playoffs, great. If they don't, I'm still going to be happy with the growth of, of said team. We're talking with Joe Garcia. He is a host of Two Shots Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast right now. Uh, Joe, let's go ahead and put a wrap on this segment of Lockdown Spurs. Looking back at this uh, seven-game win streak. Uh, I'm sorry, road trip, excuse me. Uh, one and six. It was the final tally here. Uh, Joe, what grade would you give this road trip? I mean, you got to go by what the numbers tell you. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. it just wasn't in the Spurs' favor. I mean, you have to give an A for effort, but you have to give an F for the actual product. You know, mm -hmm. one in six, it's just not going to cut it despite everything that the team was facing. They did lose some close games that they could have won had they made better decisions. But again, that's indicative of a team growing and being so young. But at the end of the day, I'd give them an F on the road trip. I mean, sorry, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a little um, lenient with them. I'm going to give them a, a D plus. Uh, there were some games that this team should not have uh, lost despite being hit with COVID. I mean, the, the, the Pistons game was unacceptable. The way they played down the stretch versus Boston, yes, they got the win, but nearly cost them because Jock Landale just had a mind meltdown, you know, nearly, and it wasn't for Brown missing the, the layup. Um, and then just just sometimes the lack of competitiveness I saw out there. But at the same time, you have to give them a break because they were down several top quality players or upper crust players because of the health and safety protocols. Uh, I like the competitive. I saw them. I saw uh, some fighting them versus the, the Brooklyn Nets. So I'm going to give them a generous uh, D plus. 
Once again, we're talking with Joe Garcia. He is with Two Shots Podcast. Make sure to follow him on Twitter and subscribe to Two Shots Podcast uh, on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. Joe, the Spurs will continue their season tonight versus the Houston Rockets. Uh, it's a game in San Antonio. Yes. Yeah. Believe it or not, Joe, that wasn't the, the rodeo road trip that the Spurs just went on right now. <laughs> the rodeo road trip's not even here yet. And they're going to go back on uh, that trip uh, later on. But we're talking about tonight's game, Spurs, Rockets. Man, how times have changed, huh, Joe? When Houston and San Antonio used to battle for division supremacy, conference supremacy. And here they are, both in rebuilds. How times have changed, Joe, huh? Yeah, just goes to show you, like like we were saying, you know, every team's going to go through this. You know, the Rockets are 11 and, and 31, and then you look to see what San Antonio's uh, current record is. What is that, Jeff? What are they currently? Oh, the Spurs? Yeah, the Spurs, as far as they're Oh, involved. yeah. Yeah, 15 and 25. Yeah, so, I mean, both teams are, are kind of in that uh, rebuild yeah mode so to speak definitely you know, yeah yep. 11 and 31 but spurs are still kind of flirting with that play-in game regardless of the they are office, you know so you got that to look forward to <laughs> all right let's look at some of the uh some key uh well keys to the game some things to note heading in tonight now the rockets as Joe mentioned, 11 and 31, 15th in the West. Uh, they're totally trying to tank, rebuild, do whatever they can. But at the same time, they got some quality players on there. They have, um, uh, you know, Kevin Porter Jr., who can be a headache at times, but still can uh, produce on the court. Christian Wood, same thing. You know, a lot of drama with this Rockets team. You know, he's uh, been in the center point of this as well. This is a, a team, Joe, that has talent, young talent. It just it just feels like there's kind of a bunch of knuckleheads sometimes, Porter Jr. and Christian Wood. Uh, the Rockets come into tonight's game losing three straight. So the Spurs got that going for them as far as an edge for them. But at the same time, the Spurs are also on a losing streak as well. Uh, this Rockets team, Joe, I look at them. I say, okay, well, you know, points. You know, how much is the average? Well, not that much. I'm surprised. 107.5 uh, points per game for the Houston Rockets, while the Spurs come into tonight's contest averaging about 110.5. Does that surprise you, Joe, that the Spurs actually are, are a better offensive team than the Rockets? No, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, the Spurs have been a very good offensive team this season, you know? Um, so it doesn't surprise me. But like over that course of the last 10 games, I guess you could say the Spurs. They're, they're averaging 112.5 points a game, while the Rockets over the same course of the last 10 games are averaging 109.6 points a game. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they're, they're, you know, the Spurs are a little better than, than the Rockets, and it, it kind of shows on an offensive, from an offensive standpoint, you know, so it's not surprising. Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. 
Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off. Once again, at Built.com. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. Yeah, and and you look at the uh, Spurs... um, Popovich did say that uh, some of the guys that are health and safety protocols could be back soon. As of this recording, uh, do not know the Spurs have not released their injury report. But again, if the Spurs do come in depleted tonight, Joe, you know, it, it feels like it's anybody's game because these two teams, you know, are on the same path in a rebuild and sometimes don't get things going on the right foot. We've seen the Spurs blow games they shouldn't have. We mentioned the Detroit games out uh, in, in Michigan and the Rockets as well. But at the same time, Joe, the Spurs are at home. They got their creature comforts. They're back in San Antonio. Do you think the Spurs should get the W tonight? Uh, I don't know about that, Jeff. We'll, <laughs> we'll, see what, we'll see what team shows up, you know, here on, on the home court at the AT&T Center. But as far as injuries go, they're still looking like they're going to be without Derek White, Doug McDermott, yeah, yeah. Keldon Johnson, you know, Devin Vassell, Thaddeus Young, Trey Jones, Jock Landell. And, of course, Zach Collins is always out because he's still rehabbing right. that ankle injury. For the Rockets, it looks like uh, Trevlin Queen, mm-hmm. Armani Brooks, and Alpern Sigun is going to be yeah. out. So, I mean, there you go. It, like you said, it could be anybody's game, but we're going to have to see if the Spurs can shoot lights out, you know, and hopefully yep. that's the case and they can get the dub. You know, if they have trouble uh, trying to find the basket, then – it could uh, get away from them and the Rockets could steal one from San Antonio. But I'm hoping that the Spurs get tired of losing and say, you know what? We can beat this Houston Rockets team. Let's right. really put on a show. And I think that's probably what's going to happen uh, here. Mm-hmm. At home. Yeah. And look, the, the Spurs do have a winning streak against the Rockets uh, over the last couple of seasons. The uh, Spurs have won two in a row. Versus Houston, and tonight will mark the first meeting between the Rockets and Spurs uh, this season. We mentioned the the points per game, Joe. Uh, you know the Spurs rank ninth in points per game at one hundred and ten point nine, while the Rockets are eighteenth, as mentioned, one hundred and seven point nine. Now this is where it gets interesting, Joe. It could come down to uh, defense, and that's where the two teams are almost close. Um, the Rockets allow one hundred and sixteen point five points per game, while the Spurs average or allow in this case 110.9 so if it comes down to defense the spurs statistically have that edge over the rockets tonight now let's look at the all ever important three-point shooting joe you mentioned it a little while ago shooting lights out you hope the spurs do and the rockets actually are not a good three-point shooting they they rank 20th in the nba shooting 34 percent while the spurs brace yourself joe 13th in the league 
They're not at the bottom in field goal, three-point field goal percentage at 35%. Joe, we saw in the other game versus New York, uh, the Knicks just started knocking down those threes, kind of deflated San Antonio. How crit- critical are the threes tonight? It's critical. I mean, you got to be able to come out and 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 defend the three, you know, and that's mm-hmm. one thing that you, you notice that the Spurs did not do good near the end of the third, beginning of the fourth quarter is, you know, Fournier just went off, you know, they weren't able to defend the three very well and game got away from them, but you can attribute that to them being tired as well. It's hard to go out there and, and, and guard a guy beyond the arc when your legs just aren't there anymore, you know? So hopefully some rest will <clears throat> make them better uh, defenders from, you know, defending the three, uh, but we'll see, you know, I mean, I think that the Spurs just probably just needed a, a day's rest. Hopefully coach pop gave the guys a day off and let them recoup, you know, recharge and that'll pay dividends uh, when they face the Rockets. Yeah, and one thing the, the Rockets uh, definitely do um, to their detriment, but to the Spurs' benefit tonight, is turn the ball over. Joe, they just simply cannot hang on to the ball, which hopefully will bode well for San Antonio. The Rockets are dead last in the NBA, um, averaging about 17 turnovers per game. They definitely cough it up. The Spurs take care of the ball, 132 Watch for that tonight in the Spurs-Rockets matchup. Joe, we looked at some of the numbers. We mentioned some of the players' names. How do you see tonight's game going? I would say I would love to see the Spurs get the dub against the Rockets, but again, it just depends on, you know, how they are going to be shooting the ball. You know, that's the the all-important thing, regardless if you're playing defense or not, how well you're going to shoot the ball, you know, and that's the thing from – for the San Antonio Spurs, they haven't been very good when they play in their own home court, you know. So I'm hoping that that will change. You know, some home cooking will will do them good, and they'll come out and they'll shell out for for the fans in attendance and get the win. You know, I'm I'm gonna be hopeful, Jeff. I'm gonna be hopeful that the Spurs will get the win over the Rockets. But I think again, the game is gonna be a lot closer uh, than Spurs fans would like. I think the Spurs are favored. I'm going to favor the Spurs by no less than five points. You know what, Joe? I'm right there with you because you don't know what Spurs team is going to show up. Uh, is it going to be the competitive uh, team that we saw versus the Nets or the one that blew it against the Pistons? I mean, and that's what the Spurs are right now. They're such a roller coaster team when it comes to trying to predict what they're going to do. Um, you know, do they come out with energy again, as we saw in Brooklyn or come out flat and we saw in the second half versus the Knicks. I'm going to lean towards the Spurs in this game, Joe. I think the numbers show that they can do it. Um, I, 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 I think it'll come down to the wire, considering you know that this is still a team. The Spurs hit with the the coronavirus, and the players are going to be out. Still, you got Tyler Johnson, you know Anthony Lamb, a bunch of new guys out there. Uh, Devontae Kaycock, you know, trying to just get the chemistry in. Um, so I think there are probably going to be some um, ebbs and flows to this game. But I think the Spurs should get the W, I hope. And, you know, it's been a long time uh, since the Spurs have been home. Hopefully the Spurs give fans something to cheer about tonight at the AT&T Center. Once again, we're talking with Joe Garcia, Two Shots Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast right now. Joe, quick news and notes for you I want to go over with you is, and I get your thoughts on this. Uh, in, in a previous Locked On Spurs, the topic was if Keldon Johnson is still untouchable. Um, what do you think, Joe? Is he still untouchable as far as trade bait? Or has he, you know, in his play this year made you think like, well, maybe the Spurs should just think about trading KJ? The thing is, what are you going to get in return for him? <clears throat> you know, that's always the 
the big question, you know, I don't think anybody's untradeable for the San Antonio Spurs at this juncture. And I'm just being real. It's it's all dependent on what you're going to get back in return. And if you're going to go ahead and, and trade for said player, what value do they bring to the team? Are they going to instantly make you better? Or are you going to go ahead and say, you know what, we're going to go ahead and make sure that we are going to rebuild for the future. So we're going to be bad for another couple seasons, but right, right. we're going to go ahead and get some high value picks, you know, or you could go ahead and drop down in the draft and, and you know, get some really good quality second round uh, players, you know, and, and, you know, take the gamble and, and work with them and develop them and see if, if that pans out for you. Uh, Cause if you go and drop down in the draft, then you can fill a position uh, based on the team's needs versus best available player. So you, you, there's a lot of scenarios that can play out, but the one thing that I think is a telltale sign is how well is Keldon Johnson going to develop? We still see a lot of his idiosyncrasies out there on display, meaning that he gets tunnel vision, puts his head down, and just drives to the basket. While that is a good quality to have out of a player, you also need to play under control. You can't necessarily do that and, and hope to help your team. In order to really help your team, you have to play under control, and you also have to look to see what the defense is presenting you. I see a lot of the, you know, at times that Keldon Johnson, again, gets that tunnel vision. You want to see him play a little bit more under control, maybe look to pass the ball if, if one of the guys is open, or do something different with it. You know, make a better decision is really what I'm saying at the end of the day. Um, so we just have to see how he develops. You know, if, if he still keeps on trending in this way, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for the team. So I would say that nobody is untouchable, Jeff. You know, you know, for me, you know, he's not untouchable. He's more just expensive and that's about it. Um, but, you know, are there players on the roster that are close to untouchable? I think Vassell fits that as of right now, maybe Primo uh, gets in there uh, de- depending on his uh, development. What about DeJounte? Uh, you know, DeJounte, you know, He's the most valuable trade asset right now with his play. You know, the Spurs dare to flip him. You know, that's definitely a conversation to have um, uh, on another episode of Lockdown Spurs. But I just want to get your quick thoughts on this uh, before I let you go. And uh, yeah, Joe, tell us more about Two Shots Podcast. What can Spurs fan expect? Uh, What do you got in store for them? Yeah, we got a new episode that we're going to be dropping on Thursday uh, evening. So we're going to have the usual you know, cast return. And we're going to be talking about San Antonio Spurs basketball and talking about, you know, the NFL playoffs that are going to be coming up. Do we believe that the Cowboys got what it takes to, to best the 49ers in that heated rivalry? We'll go ahead and find out by tuning in and listening to the latest episode of two shots podcast. that will be dropping Thursday evening. Make sure to check that out and subscribe to two shots podcast by simply going to Joe's Twitter at two shots podcast. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. The list goes on and on. And we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Now, you got the Rockets up tonight, Spurs, Rockets. So check out Lockdown Rockets, see what's going on in their neck of the woods. So for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Lockdown Spurs.